It is Monday, January 3rd. Welcome to 2022. Surprise, we're doing a live stream. We'll tell you all about it, what we have planned for this year. And look, it's time for that bounce. Let's do it. You know what it looks like now. Here we go. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If it's said it once, no need to repeat. All right, so you may have never seen the bounce. Ne- they've never seen it, Paul. But that's we what it looks like bounce every single day. It does. We look just like that. It's just Kyle and I on a Google call, um, you know, bouncing, bouncing to ourselves. But now you know what it looks like. And uh, welcome to a live version of the Automotive Troublemaker podcast. We've been doing this every day for this is episode 69. So we've done it Whoa. all those times up until now. And last week we were like, you know what? We're going all in. I mean, this decision was the idea from idea to execution probably took about six minutes. <laughs> That's all it was. It's like, all right, we needed graphics, we needed a background, we need all the things. Let's just go. And uh, yeah, so now people can catch us. You can catch us on the podcast. You can catch us live every morning on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, wherever you want to grab it. Uh, but we do this every day, and it's super fun. It's our best fifteen. We just we just go all in first thing in the morning and uh, cover a bunch of random topics. Yeah, kind of random, sometimes random. Um, you know, we have our Segway song, and we know, like, you know, we, we're like, well, who's going to even be watching? We're like, you know what? It doesn't matter because now we're making the content that we can share across platforms. And, you know, we hope that this community becomes very interactive for the podcast in the morning. We're going to eventually get the con- uh, comments. You know what it's like on phone call Fridays. We're going to call people. Maybe we'll give people an option to call in. I've always wanted to do a call-in show. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. I yeah. really, I really, that's been something that I've always think is so cool <laughs> is that when like a caller just shows up and asks a question and puts you on the spot, I think that is super cool. So we're going to be doing a lot of that this year. Um, there are a lot of things going on in automotive state of the union world. Uh, you know, the podcast is going to stay consistent every day and kind of be the staple, but uh, we have our weekly pushback email. You see it on the ticker. If you're not a part of it, don't miss it. Uh, sign up for the email. We send it once a week right now, every Monday. You can get it at asodu.com or dealerspushingback.com. It's a new change, right? We're going to start using asodu.com. Yeah. We've, we've owned it for a while and, and pay a little bit of money to get it, but I think this is the year we deploy it. And I'm just tired of long email addresses, Kyle. I think that's I mean- exactly what I'm tired of <laughs> long URLs and not just that, but what I'm really excited about is I've had a few people say to me, like, how do you, say- what are you saying? A so do, what does that even mean? Right. And so now, now, you know, that's automotive state of the union. A so too is how you pronounce that. I remember Paul back when, back when you actually like decided you were going to say a sodu you made a post with like the this the phonetics say it. yes it's pronounced uh, a h s o t o o right a sotu um you know i think i made the decision to do that once i heard other people saying it and referring mm. to it i'm like okay this will catch like and just like anything like i'm always saying it doesn't matter what you name your company it doesn't matter what you name your brand because if you do a good enough job brand building around it guess what it'll just become normal vernacular like, right, exactly. Like Google. Like <laughs> little companies like Google. So um, if this is your first time here, the podcast, you're checking this out or you're seeing this later on, uh, we, we tend to cover topics that are not just, it's an automotive focus, right? The automotive troublemaker. But we try to contextualize other things that are going on in the world in business and commerce and pop culture and technology and even like what the kids are into. Uh, you know, when we say kids, we mean like tweens, teens, young adults. We're trying to wrap our arms around all of that and saying, this is why it matters to automotive because yeah. the cultural center keeps shifting. And, um, you know, it's our belief that 
if we don't shift fast enough, we're going to be bypassed. So that's what you can expect on the show from the podcast this year, going from like the shallowest thing, like, Hey, maybe like, did you know that like kids like getting mini brands for Christmas? You're like, what's a mini brand? Or this is who Mr. Beast is, right? That's very early in culture. And then we're going to go all the way through the, the most innovative experienced thought leaders in the industry, thinking about and pra- and practicing and actually doing the things that are going to make your business better. And in the end, make our industry one that's favorable, looked upon favorably by everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I love about kind of wh- where where our thought processes go and like even what we're going to look at today is just our our desire is to constantly have one foot right now, like firmly planted now and one foot firmly planted in the future, looking over the horizon and calling people to both saying like, hey, right now really matters, right? The profitability, the the customer engagement, the experience right now really, really matters. The, the people side of stuff, as we talked about last week. But also there's this future mindset, like drawing people's minds to EV and NFTs. You know, last year we minted the very first, at, at least from, from what we can tell, the very first automotive industry NFT, which is a POAP. No one uh, else has stepped up to claim it. So yes, I'm feeling exactly. more and more confident. <laughs> Exactly. So we want to keep we want to co- keep both of that in in balance and in check, and make sure that we are calling people to both because both are extremely important to franchise retail automotive and the continued success of it. Yeah, right. And this is and what, that's that's what the NFT looks like. I forgot we're on video now. We've been doing audio. I know, right. It looks like this, and you can't get one anymore unless someone sells you theirs, which I <laughs> we'll sell you one. We'll sell you one, but we can't make anymore. That's <laughs> sorry, right. sorry to interrupt. That's right. No. Yeah. And uh, well. I, you know, I was just going to say like, that's, um, that's our grand desire, right? Just to kind of reset as we head into 2022, our grand desire is, is such that is doing things that shift the culture and perception of automotive retail such that it's successful long into the future. And that's really what automotive state union has been since the beginning. It's saying, Hey, look, despite all of the pressures, despite all everything, you know, pushing on it from the outside, whether it be COVID or chips or EVs or the metaverse, whatever it is going, Hey, look, dealers are resilient. Dealers are, are, are impressive innovators and, uh, and, and doing the right things and moving in the right direction will continue to keep it as the center of cultures and communities and places where people work and engage and, and make sure that we, we serve our communities long into the future. It's, it's a massive, massive calling that we feel like we, we want to lean into with the dealer body, the vendor body, all of that. It was really hard to sleep. We talked about this a little when we first jumped on earlier today. Like it was really hard to sleep last night. We both, <laughs> we both woke up before our alarms, right? Yeah. We both woke up super early because there's so much excitement around what 2022 is going to look like um, for our lives, for automotive state of the union, how we're going to use that to, you know, draw a big circle around more people in the industry and bring them in. And I don't know that we've talked about this too much, but it seems like the right time to talk about it. The first day of 2022, the first day of this live stream. What we're trying to do is rope in as many people in the industry as possible. When we look at the, yeah. at the meaningful work that Automotive News does and people like Jim Fitzpatrick at CBT, right? we have a lot of people roping people in. We feel like because of talk, talking about bigger issues, um, more cultural stuff, our goal is to involve more people in the dealership and in the industry in 
things like this. A quick shot of news that's fun enough to watch that you can start thinking through and asking and engaging questions. I don't care if you're a lot porter, a service writer, a salesperson, the janitor, a customer, right? Like, I don't care, yes. right? We're saying we're going to make this pie a lot bigger, right? We're going to get people thinking and talking just like a book that we, we read, right? The Innovation Stack. Yeah. Talking about what, the Square, what was the bank? was the bank? bank of America, which was Bank oh, of Italy. Right. So previously. Square Bank of America and oh gosh. Southwest. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. And, Got and it. all and all three of those <laughs> examples, all three of those examples, Square didn't try to get payment processing for like didn't try to pull existing customers from they the said, big players. No, they no. said actually we're gonna make it we're gonna bring a lot more people into the market, smaller merchants that weren't able to process that we're gonna bring them in. Same thing with like Southwest. We're not trying to take from American and United. We're actually gonna make travel so affordable and easy that we're gonna bring all these people into the market that always wanted to air travel, but they couldn't. And in yeah. doing that, they made the whole market bigger. That's what we're trying to do with all the motor state of the union, bring all the people that are on the fringes into the circle, right? And yeah. we're saying- And not just that, but like those people into the circle that then because they're there, because they're listening, because they're engaging, go back with a renewed energy. So we've had conversations with dealers and general managers. What would it look like if, if your people were so drawn into that, that they were actually walking into your office with the most innovative ideas that you never thought that they could have. Right. And it's going to happen. It perpetuates. It, it just perpetuates because the same people talking about the same things in the same circles, right? And what we want to do is draw that bigger circle so that more people talking in more places are creating innovative practices, whether it be people practices, customer customer experience, uh, new products, new ways to serve your community, new creatives, all of those type of people to, to push into uh, our industry. All right. So um, we usually try to keep this 15 minutes or less to make it quick for you. We're almost at 10 minutes now. We had to set the table. So we got five minutes, Kyle. Let's get into some like automotive nuts and bolts. There's a uh, topic that you brought up earlier that you wanted to talk about. Let's start there and like see how far we can get. Five well, and, and we talk about Steve Greenfield uh, quite often because both of us, he's a, he's a friend. Uh, at least we would call him a friend. I think he would call us back <laughs> that same thing. Uh, and and he's just, he's, a, he's someone that in the automotive industry is pointing out some of the most, uh, some of the most detailed elements of what our industry is going through. And again, is one of those people that has his foot firmly planted now and firmly planted in the future. He has a he has a dealership index of all of the technology that surrounds the dealership and a mobility index, right? So he's he's constantly looking at both. Well, in today's email, which was sent out this morning, and if you don't get it, you can sign up at automotiveventures.com. Uh, but his number three year in review for 2021 was this stat. By the end of 2021, nearly one third of Ford's U.S. retail sales were being built to order. In the Nearly US. one third. Okay, so one in every three Ford vehicles is year, make, model, trim, color specific from the customer to the factory and then delivered by the dealer. Talk about a behavioral shift. I wonder what the number was in 2019. Uh, let's see, does he say it? He doesn't say it there. I feel like he it's like one in a hundred. I it feel has like one be, in a hundred. It has to be. It has to be a massive swing. I mean, I just, I, you know, the, from the four dealers that I know, right? They're like, this is our new normal. If we don't have an ordering system on our website, right? So many put in, you know, like kind of a stream of ordering and then creates a lead so that you can match that up. Um, 
with inventory shortages, you're, they were forced to do that. And then also because they are stateside, they have the ability to deliver those vehicles quickly mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, vehicles that are getting delivered from Japan or, or, or Germany or any of those areas of, of the world. Um, so they, they kind of, they kind of met the, the, the storm with the perfect resolution for it, for sure. And you know what else? If I'm building a car to your spec, guess what I'm not going to do? Discount it. <laughs> Without a doubt. Right? So the, the, the profitability, the very <laughs> next thing, right. literally the very, I don't even know if you knew this, but the very next thing in, in this, in this year in a review was 87% of new vehicles bought by individual customers sold at or above MSRP. Wow. That, that doesn't surprise the me. The difference is pre-pandemic, 36%. That's, you know, and that's, that's just controlling. It's a supply and demand, supply and demand. Right now that the supply is controlled, right yes. demand. But what happened before? It's like I don't know. I have 150 of those trucks on the lot. So this one's four thousand off. This one's six thousand off. Right. This one's this and yes. that and this because you know more supply than demand. So talk about a great strategy to uh, hold on to the profitability is changing the buyer behavior and saying like, hey, it's okay if you order it. And let's let's face it, when things get back to quote unquote normal, this might just be like a four to six week wait. Yeah. Right. Well, not a big deal. That's not a big deal. Well, it was a huge deal in 2019. Now here we are in 2022. We're like, not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's like, no, no, no. It was a huge deal. But our mindset has totally changed. Like, what do you do? What happens now when Amazon says it's going to be three days? You're like, you just oh, kind of shrug your shoulders, okay. right? Okay, right. <laughs> but back, if it's anything longer than two days, we were like, this sucks. Like this, this we're done with yes, Amazon. Exactly. Which is so interesting because we believed that we, that everything was going to have to get tightened from a delivery perspective, That's right? right? That's tighter right. and tighter and tighter. But because supply and demand changed the, the expectation that it, it, it was able to open up. Well, speaking of Steve Greenfield. That's what we do for segues, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, you got the opportunity to listen to a replay, which is an interesting newish feature on Clubhouse yep. with Steve Greenfield in David Long's All Things Used Car Room last week. And there were some really interesting in- insights about EVs and subscriptions, right? Yeah, this will be our last tip for the day. We got about a minute left. So the, the premise was that EV subscription revenue, Mary Barra said, like, hey, it's a, a trillion. Uh, uh, I don't remember the number, but basically it's like, we're going to triple the number or no, no, no. It was like 2 billion is our subscription revenue from like OnStar and things like that. And we want to move that to like 25 billion, right? So it's a major change, like a 10 X increase in subscription revenue. How are we going to do that? Well, offering more products and services, every vehicle coming off the line is, you know, equipped with 5g capability. So we can unlock features and update cars, you know, very similar to what Tesla is doing, surprise and delighting and Doing, but also, we we're talking about buying things like features or adding horsepower to your vehicle. Hey, we just unlocked 100 horsepower. And then when you add it, what? who actually owns it? Does it stay with the vehicle? Does it go back to the person, right? Does it just disappear? And the rent that it was like you paid $100 to have that horsepower, you know, or 20 bucks a month or whatever you paid to unlock it until you don't own the vehicle anymore. And then it just evaporates, similar to right. like a, a spot of like a music subscription, right? You have rights so to listen to it. My thought is it. like trade value, right? Because people oh, upgrade yeah. stuff on their vehicle all the time. And I remember, right? Well, in, in the dealership, like you got a Jeep Wrangler that's coming in. Let's go. And someone's got it lifted. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. I got to take it to my guy to get the lift off so I can put it on my next Jeep Wrangler. Oh, right. 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 But then one guy, because maybe it didn't add enough value for him, 
going into the trade and cycle. Resale, right. Yeah. Yeah. So now you think about that from a software sp- perspective, like do does it allow to pass on so that you can maybe increase value of trade uh, because you can't carry it to the next vehicle that you have yeah, it's interesting. or you want to keep it because you're carrying it to the next. Such an interesting change in you know, vehicle ownership and accessorizing. Yeah, right. Right. The window sticker is, is no longer going to be the authority on what's actually how the vehicle is actually equipped at the moment. I mean, that's, it seems like a pretty easily solvable thing. We're just not used to thinking that way, but I will tell you, I am still disgruntled. Like once the expectation, (laughs) you know where I'm going with this right now, it is 16 degrees in Syracuse and my, well, it was brand new 2020 Kia Telluride top level trim, right? I can't start it remotely. Why, you ask? Well, because I did not realize that when the vehicle's marketed with auto start requires a subscription because you got 12 months for free. And then when I was told I had to pay $14.99 a month, by the way, which is, if you think- Double about Netflix. It, what, that's what I'm just saying, right? And ne- <laughs> what does Netflix provide me? Peace and quiet because my kids watch it, right? So you think <laughs> of the value proposition that I get for $8.99 and I'm going to pay $14.99 so I can remote start my car that I already expect that I should be able to because it was a wow. $50,000 vehicle. Like Kia, if you're listening, I'm still upset about it. No one ever fixed this problem and it would have been really cheap. This is my fourth Kia. It may be my last over this. I'm just wow. that kind of person. But and I, I, I really, I'm probably going to pay a hundred. It's too late now. It's my last year. I, I can live with it for like, 12 more weeks. I don't need right. a remote start, but I used to start it from the plane, right? Like as soon as you get Wi-Fi signal, right? I'm starting, oh, wow. I'm starting yeah. my car so that when I get to it in the cold, it's already warm. Can't do that anymore. Kia, it's your fault. And if you're listening to it, not to mention, let me just go. It, it's not even close to as good as the Lincoln app because I have the Lincoln app too, which by the way, I can start my car for free because <laughs> that's, oh, wow. that's the Lincoln experience. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. Um, but all the way, I'm ranting now. But the truth is, once our mindset, if my mindset was set into there a subscription is. mode, which is going to happen now because we're going to be sold an upgrade or know that it's available, I wouldn't feel like this at all. Bait and switch. So, you know, that's uh, a little a little bit. I can't get my trigger pads right, Kyle. It's Can't it's, even get it right. I can't get it's, it right. It's all mixed up. He's he's so upset I'm about so it. so upset. $14.99 app. And now we've gone overtime. <laughs> But this is a little hint on what you're going to get every morning. We're going to get to business a lot earlier uh, tomorrow, but we just wanted to set you up. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being on this journey with us. Tomorrow is a brand new day of troublemaking.